attached to like black men and hospitals and doctors. Um, as black men, because I feel like black women definitely have a longer life expectancy than we do. Yeah. Uh, we have to be more um, more mindful of like the benefits of going to get a checkup and going to the hospital and not having such like a, a hate relationship with it and just understand like you know because I'd be thinking of doctors like bad news like I'm, I ain't trying to go to the doctor to hear no like no no bad stuff but it's like we gotta be just mindful of the fact that um you know our health is always at, at risk with that yeah so yeah, every, everything in moderation man facts I think everything in moderation I mean I'm not uh not gonna say I'm totally against you know you know meat you know or anything like that but I do know that, uh, you know, growing up where I'm from, 115th Street, you know, and even, you know, visiting my parents these days, shit, I got to drive, you know, four or five miles before I see a Chipotle, before I see mm-hmm. a fast food spot where I can get, you know, some lettuce or, you know, a salad outside of, like, Jewel Osco. So, uh, I mean, I mean it, it, it uh, seems systemic, but I think the wave, you know, these days is, you know, trying to be more healthy. I see you with a, you know, a gallon of water over here, you know, just, uh, you know, drinking as much as possible, but... It's just uh, everything you know, water is also good too when you wake up in a in a sweat from a dream yeah. and it's right next to your bed. And that, al- <laughs> and that alkaline, the alkaline too is another level. And you but know not, what they start doing now? Fifty seven. And like, in like, I, like in more African American, black and brown communities, they got like more healthier options now in Chicago. I know the hair was by my house. Sell a gallon of alkaline water for three ninety nine. You said Harold's. Harold's. <laughs> they say get your water. They period. Said it's right on the door too. It's alkaline water three ninety nine plus tax. I don't think with but fries the, and mouths off the alkaline gonna yeah. really do much. <laughs> it don't matter. It might. You never know. At least you're drinking the water instead of the Tahitian tree with it. Exactly. Or maybe both. You know, because oh, Tahitian tree with some Harold's is a hit. I'm sorry, but that's for another day and another time. But rest in peace to a great. Um, John Singleton you will be missed um, condolences to your young, family yeah. and man, congratulations to Tierra Marie for being funny cause I really cannot <laughs> stop thinking about that but we gonna get into some more music with DJ EJ right here on Nina Snucker when I had you to myself I didn't want you around those pretty faces always made you stand out in a crowd but someone picked you from the bunch when the glance was all it took. Now it's much too late for me to take a second look. A big cut and a smile You can't trust that Soon as the liquor start running out She'll be creeping to another couch Chilly, yo Never trust a big cut and a smile You can't trust that Baby, there is something that I need Come on, baby, 
messed up when you let me in. Told your best friend you wanted me. Then she called me up and hit me to your sticks. Told me you were looking for a guy like me. So I said, oh, don't. I'm the one. Let's show they really wanna have some fun. But she said that you told her I was what you want. When I call you, don't try to run. We ain't hiding from it.
can do this right. Y'all step back, cause I can do this all night. The booty up, the booty up. Okay, girl, the booty up, the booty up, the booty up. You can do the booty up, the booty up, the booty up. Okay, girl, the booty up, the booty up, the booty up. You can do Wait, 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 fast, don't make double O. I'll do the booty at the 10 o'clock tomorrow. But I need a booty that's big and round. Just like the bass coming out my sound. Yo, skip all the rhythm of roll. When I'm at a show, the booty all those big butt girls gonna come for me. It's time for the percolator. 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 Percolator. Nittiesmacker.com. You guys are listening to Nitty's Macro Radio. We do this live every week, every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Q4 Gallery, Q4 Radio, Q4 Everything. We like to connect the dots, connect those dots here at Q4 Radio. And it's kind of lame. But um, you ready to find an instrumental for our oh, special guest? <laughs> <laughs> so we have two of the four drink house owners here today uh but any drink house member in this space is always welcome so i'm very excited to have these guys here i've been working with them for the past few months doing a speed dating event at their drink house supper club supper lounge supper club supper club club period because biggest vibe in the world say it again (laughs) the biggest vibe ever created and we have timmy and ross Hanging yeah. tight. Yeah. Believe it. Hey. So let's address the, the voice with the name so they know who freestyling. Oh, we got to freestyle. I <laughs> thought she was really Ro- being serious. I mean, I thought she was joking. Yeah, so Ross, yeah, so Ross is the rapper, but uh, I'm a businessman today. Yeah, he is. My <laughs> name, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Timmy. Ro Timmy Omoshan Jr. Period. Oh. A Timmy, name. Timmy Top was on Instagram. The Ghetto Foodie. You know, everything <laughs> fashion, everything fun, everything party. You know, Lord. okay. That boy, I practiced that though. That was a good brown. <laughs> that boy, that was a good brown you had. Yeah, I gotta right come there. back. Rose out of the plastic cup. <laughs> Moet, actually, Moet, Rose. You is funny. It's That's my true. first time. <laughs> I would say every. It's, it's really good. I really like it. Pick <laughs> you up a notch, huh? It did. Like I feel like up. a real sassy lady now. You was right so. here, but now you right there. Upgrade. <laughs> up right, right like up real quick. But who else we hang with? Ross, let him know. Tell yeah. Him What's popping, man? It's Ross Mack coming over, taking over. You know, Q4 Radio. We in the house. <laughs> My name is Ross Mag Music on everything, you know. 
the coldest rapper that you don't know about. And if you do know about me, then slap somebody who don't know about me. Oh, my auntie kids, you oh, better smack me. Believe that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, y'all do got to freestyle, you know. Things don't change. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner or rapper, a yoga instructor, you got to come in here and free to the uh, style. Do we got to, can we, can we make an exception? Can we just play the, uh, the, the anthem do we got the anthem here you know I what? gave it a drink house can we just play the anthem you know instead that might you know suffice you got, you got a club anthem oh, come on course. man you know who What's else you know got one of those you know what let so me let me people. I yeah. sent it to you the multifaceted check I just I just sent it so you know let's see I need well let's talk right now though who who are you guys let's get give me a little intro to, to who you guys are Stop drinking my Moet, Brandon. What are you talking about, bro? I'm looking my at cup is lower and lower every time I look <laughs> at it. And Brandon is partaking in this Moet, man. Yeah, he came C- in a little late, but he know you still on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, I guess I'll start. Uh, my name's Timmy. I'm one of the uh, one of the owners at Drink House. I'm Southside kid uh, from the Hunters. You know, shout out Ada Park. Shout out 115th. I went to Morgan Park High School. Wow, he definitely from the hood. What, why you say that? I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went to uh I went to I went to college at Florida A and M University. Okay. You know, you. got a got an MBA there. Spent five years in Arkansas now. I'm back in Chicago. Back like you never you know, left. Um you know, shout out Carpe Diem. You know, we do uh in a national uh day party, you know, every summer. You know what I mean? And now I'm in business with with uh, some of my best friends. You know, so uh, it's lit. Now we're here on, uh, with Nitty. You know, it's lit. It's a Nitty beat. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I never called myself Nitty till like, two, no, till like, I was 19. So my whole life, I was just Serenity. Wow. Or Rennie or Renity. Don't be just Serenity. Serenity's a, a great name. Oh, no, I mean, Serenity it is. But I, ne- I always wanted one of those nicknames like Kiki, Cece, you know. <clears throat> and then Nitty, my friend, Kimma, still shout out to her to this day. She was like, I'm going to call you Nitty. And I said, girl, why haven't my mama or nobody thought about that my Serenity. whole 20 years? Yeah. But, yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> Ross, where you from? Yo, uh... I'm from the only place that you should ever be from, Eastside Crazy. Period. Period. On South Shore, Period. you know, through and through. Period. Uh, went to Whitney Young. Hello, Fun- are you a dolphin? You better know oh it. God, hey, you saw uh, Whitney Young ranked like four in the state, 70th in the nation of right course, now, you know. Of course they what you so, mean? Some, number, Academically, oh, you I know. I you the number of Chinese people. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, we got a lot of them. We got we got it all. We yeah, most diversified. Yeah, hey, that's why. That's no, why. it's the black people. We you know got I mean? smart black we, people we at number, Whitney Young. We number four in the state, number 71 in the nation. Um, but fun fact. Me and Timmy, our uh, our relationship stems back to our high school days. We used to throw these amazing, amazing parties. You know what I mean? We were 16, 17, called the Bros Parties. Bros. I actually been in one of them. How come I didn't know you? Yeah, I don't know. You know. So, well, so fun fact, <clears throat> fun fact, man, a long time ago, man, we we shorties. And, you know, we used to rent out this spot uh, called the Simeon Alumni Village. And then we had another spot on South Chicago. But I remember... Timmy was like, man, Mr. Johnson just needs to let us buy this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Because he like, man, he ain't doing nothing with us. He should just let us buy this. <clears throat> it was at that moment that my dog was already thinking, you know, on that entrepreneurial level, like, man, mm-hmm. we could be business owners too. So fast forward, you know, decade later, and boys is, uh, you know, like you say, with our best friends. And the funniest part is, like, we all have a background in throwing events. So he has his, his company, uh, Carpe Diem, who throws probably the coldest day parties in America. Um, and then I got my company called The Drill, um, who throw the livest events, you know, also across America, too. Yeah. And so you put those things together, you know, as well as our own, what we used to do in our day-to-day lives, Purely like corporate, you know, side our corporate savviness with you know the the promotional background, you know, it was all you know a layup. Yeah, and I can't let uh, I guess I can't let a moment go without shouting out our other partners. Uh, Big time. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel, where he's supposed to be with us, you know, D. Well, Lafleur, you know, I know y'all, probably, a lot of y'all probably know him from Instagram, but uh, he had a work uh, work trip. He's in New York, and then one of our other partners, uh, Amir. 
uh, Nino Breeze on uh, Instagram. He works for Adobe. He lives in San Francisco. So, so can he give me my out. membership for free? Because I'm tired of paying for Adobe. He probably could, though. Let's talk about it. He probably could. Let's talk about it. He big time. Yeah, so, your company, you drill. I mean, y'all be blowing my email up. But y'all even, like, nonstop. That's like, right. I always see We it. ain't see that. Hey, we used to email in a minute. For Chicago, was Chicago, it like LA? Chicago. Uh, yeah, I was one of y'all parties. And I was on the email list, and like, I, y'all was just. Terrible. I don't know how we be blowing it up. We ain't through a drill here in about two months. Like, but listen, yeah, make yeah. sure you stay on it. We got some dope stuff coming. Believe it. Do not unsubscribe. Do not unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be in the uh, in the background <laughs> work with that. I want to know what's going on before drill, we go I'm on. Into a drill party too. Drill parties are. That was y'all? No, we that ain't bring gonna no. No, drill parties are more place. the thing with drill parties, because I can contest a drill party, it's more about the vibe. Like yeah. when you come to a drill party, it's not about celebrities. It's just about like the favorite DJs that is that's in the city and everybody having decent drink prices because they don't be overdoing it at Joe's, which I'm grateful for. Yeah, Joe's is nice. And also just the vibe, like you literally see everybody you know from yes, like facts. age fourteen yeah. to where you are now. I don't see that many people I know Thank the lord Girl I saw a bunch <laughs> of people I like, I like the play the, That venue is a nice venue Like I like people Who take consideration Of the venue Where they hold their events And stuff So the fact that I mean besides parking Which is always Going to be an issue But the fact that In that area You can have like A place for people To sit and chill And then like mm-hmm. A place to legit Turn up And then like That's why I like Joe's Like, And then that was The first drill party I went to And I think Was mm-hmm. Bus. Where'd you go to school at? I went to the University of Chicago. I'm talking about high school. I went there for high school. Oh shit! Okay. Lab. She's smart. smart. <laughs> she I was smart, trying. Smart. I, was, I was trying to be like, damn. You know what I mean? I probably knew you back in high school. Nah. So let's let's hear this. Um, I want to hear the drill song. Then we'll come back to talk. Only if you promise to wop. To okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, I guess um, I got to walk. I got on a leather jacket, y'all. You can't really do that. Yeah, that's what you, you do. I see you so all the time. Why? You put us on the spot to freestyle. We put you on the spot top. But why? y'all didn't freestyle, so. Why? Hey, we can I do mean, that we can too. Still, you know, we'll figure life out as long as the walk. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, let's let's hear this drink house song real quick right here on Nitty's Neck. I, I like Osborne. Yeah. Timmy, where that house at? Where that, where that house at? It's a 20 West Jackson, where my couch at? All these bottles, where the DJ play that wall smack? Where that house at? Where that, where that house at? Shout, 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 float out, I'ma bring the hoes out. Fellas, leave the bones in, trying to bring the hoes out. Huh. Meet me at the train, guys. Meet me at the train, guys. Call that Beyonce. This for my dog. 
was locked down all day. Money, power, respect, free the hard way. I put some real on their feet, boy. So they'll kill anyone for me, boy. Yeah, YMCMB, boy. Young Tunchy, fresh to death, rest in peace, boy. My dad bang your hat and I ride off with Mac Man. I drink Patron straight, you keep that champagne. My fault is the bird man, I'm rich as a white man. I come to your show and kill you and your hype man. We rollin', let's roll out. My don't hold out. They got more Ligi, I gotta buy my little bro out. Let my dreads grow out, my got a blowout. Me casa, su casa, my house is a house. Only for real. Hold up, that hill figure. Yeah, I'm on the pier. Feed you to my little. Shout out to my big homies. Feet, feet, and these streets. Scope on that AK. Make me take a sneak peek. Deep, roll another one. Raise a blade of the tongue. You ain't never seen this watch. This a one of what? You, this honey bun. Your girlfriend, a ton of fun. Shopping with a drum. Mother, get a dude. No, if he bought, why I'm no. 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 Let me buy you a train. I'm T Pain. You know me. Convict music, nappy boy. I know the club goes at three. What's the chances of you rolling with me? Back to the creek. Show you how I live. Let's get drunk. Forget what we did. I'm buying you a train. Your body, 
The blow's like a 12 gauge shot at Feel me? And God said he said, it's one we got son to lead the wild into the ways of the man. Follow me. Eat my flesh, flesh of my flesh. Come with me. Hail Mary, run quick, see. What do we have here now? La, 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 la. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to the Shouts out to DJ hey. EJ. Hey, what's her name? Got everybody in here going crazy. EJ, EJ made that we got a boy EJ in the house. So, um, I, uh, EJ, I house. asked them if you could DJ May 10th uh, for my birthday. Why? I really will. I can't do it without you. Hey, man. Well, it's official then. Right. DJ EJ, man. He in a, he in a drink house. Period. Or yeah, even if you make like some a really good make, I don't know. No, whatever no. you gotta do, no, he look. He's gonna come through live and do his thing. I need all of that energy. In the house. So the drink house song, he. That was some heat. I think uh, you know what I'm gonna say right now, and I'm being real selfish. I think they made that song specifically for me, wow. so that I could walk. Okay. That song was made for me. Was that was Nitty's <laughs> personal drink house song That's because right. like, we want Nitty to watch this. Let's literally, make, let's make it hit. Facts. <laughs> literally. That was a great song. Like, I really enjoy the way that you guys are changing the dynamic of, like, owning clubs and businesses in the city because black businesses are really good and they thrive, but, like, they're not, like, innovative. Facts. So by you guys having, like, such a young aesthetic, like, you turn up, your pictures, your Instagram pages are really dope. You have anthems for your supper lounge. You actually theme out any event. I went to the Mardi Gras uh, thing, and I was just so happy. <laughs> Would you have to eat? Dumbo. How was it? It, it made me I'm happy. Saying, y'all got some it made me food. so happy. The catfish was good. Yeah. Like I ate some of everybody's food at the table. Even I even had to get some wings because you know somebody at the table bought wings. Yeah, we you got to get the uh, what the, it's called the flight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, look, I, I, I'll be in there eating. So I got a question for like so I, I work in the industry, in the food industry and whatnot, like um, bars and stuff like that. So like, how do y'all keep y'all like? I know a lot of times black businesses have a problem with like professionalism and like people being like. Up to par, and it kind of it kind of hinders like good customer service. So how do y'all keep y'all employees? Because people keep coming back, so y'all doing something right. So how do y'all keep the, the the good business atmosphere in the place and keeping people on their toes and doing what they're supposed to do to make the customers happy? Uh, I mean that's an amazing question. I think at the end of the day, no matter what business you have, you know the customer is always right, and especially in the service industry. So I wouldn't say you know it's not something that we are constantly improving upon. But we definitely want to ensure, you know, our customers feel like they at home because at the end of the day, you're talking about a restaurant that is going to give you Southern cuisine. So you already feel like you at Big Mama House, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result, we want, you know, you're not just like customers. You, it's everybody part of the family. So when we trying to do that, and, you know, obviously, you know, sometimes things can get hectic, you know, oh, yeah, just given like maybe our brunches would be so crowded. But at the end of the day, our we try to have our staff trained and, you know, you know, alleviating any tensions and just really trying to make sure our our customers are you know feel like they at home, feel like they with family. Yeah, and it's uh, I like to say it's definitely been uh, it's truly been a learning experience. I mean, I know everybody hears the uh, statistic about like you know ninety eighty some wild percentage of restaurants failing, mm-hmm. you know, within the first year, you know, of being established, and um, I think that, uh, and I think that's because you know they don't understand the marketing aspect of it. Like most people that open restaurants are like chefs, mm-hmm. you know, and I think they fail because they they struggle getting people in the door. Whereas with us, you know, we're literally the exact opposite, right? Like none of us are chefs or food. Well, I work in the food industry. None of us are are chefs or you know anything like that. But we excel you know, from a marketing aspect. So we did have those challenges early on, you know, and um, I mean, it's really just a matter of, you know, us sitting down and trying to strategize and really trying to instill in the people that work for us that we want them to love Drinkhouse the way that we love Drinkhouse. Mm-hmm. Like we've had those tough conversations with customers where they, you know, they screaming on us and we just like, man, what can we do? Can we get you a bottle? Can we get you some free food? Like, mm-hmm. you know, work with us. And I think that the people that support us have been very, um, they, they've been willing to work with us mm-hmm. 
you know, they've even though sometimes things didn't uh, go right, they are willing to come back and give us a second chance. And I think it's worth it to them as long as they see some type of progress, you know, when they come back. And I can definitely agree with the progress because originally, like, you know, when I would go, I'd be like, man, I can't go. It's too crowded, you know. Um, the bar is like overwhelmed and different things like that but as time grew like even the way your bartenders interact with people is different from the some of the people that I was seeing like last year you know like in November or October whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know in that time I was like no I ain't really trying to go to drink house but I was like I'm gonna go I'm gonna gonna see what it's about because you guys do even with the way they do like a drink card so it's like you're paying for entry, but you're not paying for entry because you literally turn it back around at the bar, you know, wow. for, for 20 bucks. And it's a way to regulate, you know, so you found really cool ways to regulate the traffic, mm-hmm. the type of people yeah. who come into the room and everything. Yeah. So, like, it makes me more comfortable as a young woman coming to an establishment full of black people, you know, like, and that's the scary thing, too, is like, man, is something going to pop off because it's a black bar. Or this is a black lounge or this or that. Like, that's a connotation that comes with Chicago bars. Like, if it's a black club, people don't want to go. Or if it's a if it's a club where there are a lot of African, you know, black people, we not treated properly. Like, I've been a, a lot of these clubs that have been shut down, downtown, like Nuber Tavern that was closed multiple times. Like, uh, a lot of bars that was downtown. And I think the biggest thing is, like, having an establishment where people do feel comfortable to look like us. And they actually leave having a good time and then they return. I think that what sets you guys apart is when I've been to Drink House multiple times. And every time I went, it was different. The first time I went, it was like somebody was hosting. And that was a good vibe. And then last time I went, my friend was hosting. And that was a good time. Then I went for the speed date. That was a good time. And then I went uh, for just like a random night. And every time was different. But I had a good time. One thing I like about going to an establishment with men that got food is I test out if the food going to be good. And y'all got some good food. And, and I take that like differently because my mom's a chef. So I be like, I'm very like, I'm low key, little picky, but not all the way. And y'all got some good food. Don't play with me. I appreciate <laughs> you for good, coming. y'all. Shout out, man. Yeah. Yeah, shout out our chef, Nick. Mm, yes. Yeah. Nick? Yeah. Okay, Nick. Like I knew Nick. Nick, cousin. But that's amazing. You guys can definitely keep in tune with Drink House. Uh, their name on Instagram is Drink H A U S C H I. So follow that page, and from that page, you can pretty much find their personal pages. That was Timmy Tapas and I'm Ross Mack. And you make sure you keep it. Oh, my God. Just like it's so great. Black excellence is a beautiful thing. So it's just like anytime you can get close to somebody or work with somebody or put them into your network in some capacity, do it. Don't be afraid to because, you know, sometimes people get intimidated by people. You guys have a lot of confidence and people might not want to come up and say anything to you guys because they might feel like they can't. They cool. But that's really not the vibe you get. And that's why I think your business will do extremely well. And then there will be more drink houses in other states and stuff like that just because the way that you are creating the atmosphere is very powerful. So to, to be honest, like when we think about kind of the success that we've had, it really, you know, we'll be remiss if we didn't talk about, you know, some of the, you know, the the different like partners that we do stuff with, you know, where we might host, you know, certain events, whether it's like a Monday night football or, you know, Sunday day party sort of vibe. But like one thing I will say when you think about black excellence um, and black love is Nitty. She hosts a speed dating event once a month. Now, and, now once a month. Officially yeah, once a month. Officially As of once today. a month. <laughs> And it's slick, one of the dopest (laughs) vibes I've ever seen. When you come in and girls are like, "Um, we need way more boys here. Like, like, and just beautiful women, beautiful people, you know, beautiful black love is dope. So, you know, we'd be remiss if we weren't saying, you know, thanks for, you know, working with us because we look at you as a business partner as well. Oh yeah. my God, my skin crawling. Shout out to y'all for like giving, heart attack, uh, heart attack. Yeah. Y'all give a lot of people different chances no, like, to yes. come in y'all space and do different things. And that's sure. definitely sure. I give people money making opportunities and stuff like that. So it's like a partnership. I like that. And that was great too. <clears throat> in the aspect of like being afraid to approach it again too, mm-hmm. you know. But you guys approached me for the second one. And I was like, dang, like 
you know, speed dating is something I've been thinking. And it was really great that Vibes was on that same page with me mm-hmm. uh, at the time. So when I was like, I was trying to do speed dating events anyway. And she came with the initial, let's do it at Drink House. You know, I was like, you know, so the whole situation was just really, really amazing. So I'm very glad that, you know, I can be a part of this and we can really turn it into what it should be with black excellence and like connecting yep. and networking and loving each other. And yeah. whether you send across for another girl you girl on girl, boy on boy, you're going to meet somebody, you're going to catch yeah. the network, you're going to catch the yeah, vibe. And yeah. that's kind of what, you know, we try to push with that. And, you know, y'all yeah. place gives the perfect vibe. Yeah, I like that. that uh, I like that aspect that you introduced last time. Like, it wasn't you necessarily about, you know, trying to find your new boo. You know what I mean? Winter's over, so, you know, mm-hmm, you, might not, be, you yeah. might, not, might not be looking for a new boo. You know, you might just be looking to network. So I think that there, there was some uh, great networking that, t- uh, that took place there. Uh, but I mean, overall, man. It, I mean, even if you, you know, if you like Nitty and you know have an idea for an event, you know, another dream, some that you wanted to do. I mean, pull up, you know, and let us know. I mean, we're all about, you know, empowering our brothers and sisters to kind of, uh, you know, take control of your destiny, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, and kind of, you know, express that entrepreneurial spirit. You know, we've been doing it for a long time, and we want to give you the platform to do it. And we definitely appreciate yep. uh, Nitty of you giving us this platform. Uh, to come and you know kind of talk about drink house shy a little bit in our personal and, and, and us uh, as individuals so thanks a bunch for that for real mm-hmm. for real how y'all feel about unicorns though overall you know like you already know so, you, we oh go ahead Ross. Nah, you know we talked about the unicorn thing you know what I mean I, you know the last speed day you know a couple people had they uh, bagged the uniform eyes on I mean bagged the unicorn eyes on for Nitty <laughs> you know I was speed, just working I was speed, there, not speed, there to date <laughs> a speed day becomes uh, bag the unicorn night but you know it's all good hey, but no, one, one, one in a million unicorn man for sure it is Yeah, you talking about the the crazy the hot scale it's, yes yeah, I love that. That's amazing. The white scale. <clears throat> so the actual that was in a like an it's, it's scientifically proven that um, I won't say scientific. It was like a YouTube, <laughs> but it got like for sure over twenty it million. Be, it must be true. Yeah, be true. and so it was just like like there's a scale like ten being crazy and like ten being like attractive, and it was just like there's a very small. Uh, universe where it comes with their like the girls like a ten on attractive level and like a zero on a crazy level mm-hmm. and he's like if that happens that's a unicorn you capture her you throw a net on her and you keep her and like it was just like mad funny <laughs> but like cool. it's pretty accurate just given the level of like craziness relative to attractiveness hey that's lit so that's by definition and like most guys I think when we think of a unicorn it's like She's not crazy and she's attractive. It's one in a million. I mean, there, yeah. there are other aspects. See, it's but, one in know, a million for one, him. One in, okay, one period. in a million people. You know, types <laughs> I of mean, people. that's that unigang energy, though. Like, it's all about, <laughs> it's all about you. unigang. That's <laughs> no, for real. You know, like, we a unit, we a gang. We, okay. we ride. It's about more, more than one thing. So I'm glad that, you know, we can all, like, encompass that energy here. Yeah. Um, y- y'all gonna link up at your birthday party? All the unicorns coming out? I mean, it's going to be, Unigang going to be strong in there. And the thing about Unigang, it's not a cult. You feel me? It's literally just like a squad. You know, like, just really making it about being around other positive people and having a good time. So, you know, y'all can be a part of Unigang if you want. I'm always asking. I used to give Unicorn Bites. Now I just say, you know, you could be a Unicorn Gang. You used to give Unicorn what? Not real ones. But Unicorn Bites is kind of like a hug, but I'll call it Unicorn Bite. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, sign us up, 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 man. I don't know how we get in. So the name of that thing, I just YouTubed it. It's called Wife Zone Chart. Wife Zone. Got like okay, 10 million wow. views. Did a man made this for real? Of course. Yeah, it's hysterical. I got to watch this. No, no, no bullshit. It ain't nothing but like five minutes, but it's hysterical. Lit. Okay, it's send me that link. Man made that. What Send me that like I want to know. I mean, because I believe in like man, uh, believing in rare women like and stuff Scotty like that. Bean <laughs> but I would I would presume y'all would say the same. Like y'all, I'm sure y'all dated some guys. And I'm like, man, this guy crazy. Yeah, facts. Or, no, maybe, I mean, or maybe y'all skill is like attractive and like uh, F boy, F boy. Yeah, you know. That's so you know, you got a guy What's that's attractive and not an F boy. That might be I y'all's unicorn. See, man, look at my DJ over here, man. <laughs> DJ EJ, man. Unicorn. Did he unicorn come to the speed club. dating, EJ? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and jump into the scoop with Shmiri A. Um, and then we'll pop into the unicorn gospel. Yeah, you go. Oh. Okay, y'all, hold on. I got to go live, so y'all got to wait. 
No, but <laughs> no. So um, since I'm gonna just speak on something like not heavy, that's not heavy. But um, the scoops this week. So today is the last day of April. Thank God that April showers are leaving and May flowers are about to come. <laughs> but um, so since 1949, the month of May has been observed as Mental Health Month in the United States and many national organizations such as the NAM Mental Health America and other affiliates spotlight Mental Health Month to raise awareness about the importance of mental health. Um, and to stop the stigma uh, associated with mental health disorders. Um, so approximately one in five adults in the U.S., that's 4.3, I'm sorry, 43.8 million, or 18.5% experience um, a mental illness uh, in a given year. Um, and then it's about 1.5, which is um, in youth, approximately ages 13 to 18, um, which is about 21.4% experience uh, a severe mental health disorder at some point during their lifetime. So I think that is very important throughout May um, that we um, try to contribute to mental health institutions that are closing or any organizations that you see fit that are doing some outstanding work to make sure that we address and understand um, and accept those who do have mental illnesses and also to, like, you know, not even just to get that far as, you know, mental health disorders and illnesses, but to keep your mental very clear, try to, um, you know, get things in order. So my word of the week is called, um, is decompress, um, D-E-C-O-M-P-R-E-S-S. It is a verb. Um, it is to release from pressure or compression. Um, I had to tell myself this for the last two weeks that you need to relax, Shamir, you need to go to get a massage. And I think is that um, we need to stop. Um, so I seen this thing today, this video, and this lady was like, she associates how how she had a good day based on how productive productive she was, like what she got completed, instead of how much happiness she encountered today, how much joy she occurred. And I feel like that's what we should be doing instead of like, oh yeah, I just exit, I just chopped off, you know, my whole to do list. So I'm going to start doing that approaching my day like that like how happy can I be today as far as like what can I get done cuz I already know what's going to get done Period. but I wanted to make sure that I'm happy so please decompress please learn more about mental health during the month of May get your health in order um and you know have a great well-being okay yeah. I like to I like to go get my feet done when I you know Period. when I when I'm you know when I'm stressed out <laughs> I just got my nails done Real Sunday Oh, she talk. did a good job I go, did a good yes, job. I go um, whoever going on the next uh nail and toe day just call me and I I'll, I'll, I'll tag along at I your need, expense no, we should go get a massage it's this at place your called, expense. This <laughs> place called King Spice open 24 hours in Nows oh, Illinois I go there like every like two months or something but it's 24 hours Nick, I've I never really been there. Don't about they about do that. the other one too? The little they do they the do kitty body boost. scrubs. They do, they do a I kitty boost too. The vagina. Steam, yeah, the vaginal steam. Take me there. Oh, I want to go there. Sound I heard, extravagant. I heard about that. It's, that sounds super nice. lit. I yeah, but I, I yeah, man, y'all y'all could come with us. I think you know, the drink house boys. We. We hey, went, just, we went no, and got Manny the Petty you know? not too long ago. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I love that. You know? Wow, friendship. Men yes. and their friendship. You know, go get some massages. I got you. Important. Uh, but I want to go ahead and jump <clears throat> right into a quick unicorn gospel today. I don't want it to be um, overextended. I don't want it to be too long. I just want it to be straight to the point. Because what's going on? I can hear everything. Can somebody close that door before I have to smack everybody up? That's not a unicorn speaking. I heard the whole thing, y'all. Did you shoot? Hmm? What you doing? I'm in. I can hear that. I can hear it on the microphone. Ooh. You know what? Y'all take me out of my unicorn element today. And I got I got work to do today. So I'm gonna I'm gonna recalibrate real quick. <laughs> the or decompress or decompress. Ah, you, know, see, you, Rose? you know, you know, yeah, you know what's going on. Okay. okay, appreciate that. Decompress, but it's a very quick and to the point unicorn gospel about the pressures we put on ourselves and how much pressure is Look too at much that. pressure. Look at us. We do this every week, almost, every week. where our topics are just 
Y'all into, be calling each other. No, we don't. We really don't. That's just like that just shows you that the stuff we go through, everybody goes through stuff, and that's the point of the gospel or the unicorn gospel is to just be able to put us in a position where we can talk about it together. But pressure is one of those things that's necessary. I feel like in society to be able to put on yourself. Um, but I think African Americans specifically put way too much pressure on themselves as to what you need to succeed. You know, um, you don't give yourself enough time to rest. Like you guys just said, you you know, you get your pedicures and things like that. A lot of people don't do little things like that. They feel like it's minuscule on the scale of trying to get a job done or trying to be the best at whatever they're doing. And I really believe that it's important to always um, just understand, like, that there are levels to pressure. Like, you don't have to... On a personal note, I've pressured myself a lot. I've always been very hard on myself, very critical of everything that I do, um, mainly because I am a big sister of a lot of younger siblings, um, and I feel like I owe them everything. So that's one thing that I always put on myself. Then, you know, not having a a traditional degree uh, is something that I will put on myself, too, making me sometimes feel like, oh, I should have did it this way. When, you know, instead of really just taking everything that you did learn in your situations and using it as a power tool. (coughs) So I just want to ask a quick question to everybody of what do you think is a healthy level of pressure to put on yourself and how do you go about doing that without defeating yourself mentally? I think if I can touch on it first, because at first, when you first said it, I almost said I had to respectfully disagree, but then I understood kind of what you were saying. Um, And the reason I said that, you were just saying, like, because as black people, you think we might put too much pressure on ourselves. But for me, it's like if life is a race, right, a marathon, black people are laps behind from the start, right? Mm. I agree. And as a result, you know, day in and day out, it's like either you're trying to play catch up or, you know, you're just trying to advance some way, somehow and try to, you know, when you think of black people as a whole and you look at, you know, the other races, you know, where we start at. Right. Like some of our peers that we even went to high school with, Mm -hmm. they're starting at a different place because their grandparents left them some type of asset. Right. Their great grandparents might have left them some type of assets, whereas, you know, most on average, most African-Americans are being left with debt. You know what I mean? And as a result, you know, so to your question, to your to your point of like how much pressure is enough or or too much, I think the the right amount of pressure is the same amount of pressure that make a diamond. And the reason I say that, and that's a lot of fucking pressure. I'm sorry, I probably can't curse, but like... It's okay, I think you just that, owe me like think, $300 for that one word. I guess. But I think, <laughs> I think it's just important that, you know what I mean, we can't, we can't, you know, we just ha- we have to, we have to set higher bars and higher uh, obstacles for ourselves, you know, because we got to show the next generation that's coming behind us better things to look up to. We have to be better role models for the people that's coming behind us. So, you know, for me, like... I do, and sometimes I might equate, you know, my happiness with what obstacle I may or may not have achieved because, you know, at the same token, you know, our peers, and when I'm saying our peers, you know, people our same age, you know, that are doing much better than us, and that's a function of where their parents or grandparents may have put them at, not a function of maybe their work ethic, but the reality is, you know, society has us in a certain place, and, you know, just systemic racism has us in a completely different place so you know until we can level the playing field for our children and our children's children you should feel pressured you know but a good and a healthy pressure and that's why I said I wanted to change that's why I said originally I you know I wanted to respectfully disagree but to your point I do agree with you like it still has to be healthy but like pressure is a very good thing and if it's like you saying everything in moderation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. If you're pushing yourself to really excel in certain uh, avenues, it's going to be a good thing because you're no longer going to settle. Yeah. You have to, you know, set a, a higher bar because we all grown now, right? Like when we went to when we went to elementary school, we knew we we do this amount of work, we're going to get to a good high school. In high school, you do this amount of work, you do good on this ACT, SAT, you're going to get to this college. Now in college, you get this type of job. Now. There's no more blueprints, so it's like mm-hmm. you have to impose some type of, um, 
you know, some some type of pressure in order for you to, you know, really be motivated in your own personal life because there's no more blueprints. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of much. I, agree, I, with, feel, I, I agree, agree with Ross and I agree with Nitty. You go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, like, I like what, what both of them saying because, like, you know, being black is already that pressure on you. That pressure, mm-hmm. you're born with that pressure. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's up to you whether you're going to overcome that or you're going to let the pressure break you, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like at the end of the day, for your personal happiness and your personal. Um, stress level you got to think about did I do all I can do today mm-hmm. you know yeah. if you did all you could do today if you did all you could do to accomplish what you want to accomplish then you hey um, I can sleep tonight I can go relax you know sometimes people feel guilty for not doing all they can do and that's when you feel like am I am I stressing myself out is this too much pressure if you really honestly putting all your effort into to, to reaching the goals you're trying to reach and you spent your whole 24 you went to work and you spent those times like doing emails whatever you got to do to get ahead and you completed those tasks, and you did. You did your job for the day. Mm-hmm. Ain't no point in you getting home and stressing about what you got to do the next day. Give yourself a task. Give yourself a checklist of things you want to get done that day. Once it's over, it's over. Don't be at the crib worrying about like the next mm-hmm. day. That's when you start really becoming an unhealthy person due mm-hmm. to stress. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, you got it. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, I agree with all y'all completely, but I think it's how we get that that pressure is like you got to hold yourself accountable to a, to a certain extent. You got to be able to understand that there are things you can control and there are things that you cannot control. And everything that you cannot control, you can't beat yourself up about not, you know, handling that task. Um, Ross, I agree with you completely as far as like setting ourselves up and pressuring ourselves to get to our goals, but people need to understand that they need to set realistic goals. That's so people saying. that's out here... That's like, oh, I want to be a billionaire in three days. Like, and they, they don't have a strategy, or they saying they want to own a business, and they don't know what a business plan looks like, feels like, or the steps to get there. But they want help in getting that way. I feel like as African Americans as well, we also think that just because we are pressured into being in this this bucket, um, this crabs in the bucket that we like, that we can't help one another, mm-hmm. or we don't know how to ask for help when it's necessary. Um, that we feel like we have to tear somebody up to we all could be in the same level playing field. And that's a certain level of pressure it puts on you, too, when you just think that you can't reach out and you have to do everything. And you don't have to do And you can't do it by yourself. As you just heard, it's four owners to an establishment. Usually it's that that many people in business, but people really don't know there's that many people behind the business. Mm -hmm. People be like, oh, I'm going to be the businessman. I'm going to be the CEO. I'm the boss. But everybody around you is not doing well. That that's not good. Right. Jay Z said that if your whole team, if you the boss, if you the if you the rawest person on your team, that you then you you not doing well at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all wow. And I think it's another thing we got to think about too. Sometimes I feel like as black people, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves about other black people. Yeah. Enjoy um, your lane, bro. Like yes. you, enjoy your sometimes lane. like you gotta you gotta give people a chance. But once they you get somebody an opportunity and they squander it, you gotta. Keep it pushing because, like, this is a rat race. I, I got a lot of different friends in different racial groups, and these people like that nepotism stuff is real. But if you give him an opportunity and he throw it away, mm-hmm. he's not finna sit at the crib and be like, "Man, I really wish he would get it." No, he, I tried, and he didn't want to listen. He didn't want to. So we gotta understand that as, as people, we can only, how can I say it, take an opportunity that's given to you. Like if you give people opportunity to do events, like you gave Nitty. Like if she messed around and tweaked on the opportunity, then. That's a loss, but somebody else can come and feel that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we as people mm-hmm. gotta not use people, but use opportunity that's given to us that you know we don't have to, that we don't really deserve. But you got two businessmen in front of you offering you to use a space. Take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they don't have to really do that. And it's I don't know. You blessed that these people are actually looking, saying, "Hey, I want to bring people in. I want to help people get their own entrepreneurship." Skills on type thing, so yeah. that's real dope. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, as a as a as as important as it is to work hard, it's also very important to take time. You know, and uh, you know, smell the smell the flowers too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. definitely, mm-hmm. definitely enjoy the fruits, uh, the fruits of your labor. And I know, you know, it was uh, the original question was about pressure, and the way that I see things, uh, the way that I've always seen things, I've never felt pressure. I've always felt, I always felt like a personal responsibility. Because for me, I'm a I'm a first generation, you know, uh, American kid. You know, my dad, um, you know, is from from Nigeria. Great story. Came to Nigeria and he was 19, 19 years old. Didn't know English and did a ton with a little. 
you know, and I and I and I, and I look at you know my family and families, you know, black families in general. I think that it's your responsibility as offspring to do, if not just as much, but more. Yeah. You know, with what you know, with the uh, the luxuries and the resources that you were afforded, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, it's like, okay, my dad, you know, he came from you know came from Nigeria, and you know they ended up making this much, you know, this much money and lived in this type of house and had this much type of success, and that's where I came up. So I had an unprecedented amount of resources mm-hmm. uh, compared to what they had. So it's like that means that I should accomplish this much and my niece mm-hmm. should end up, you know, maybe in Ivy Leagues like Ross was, you know what I mean? And and then, you know, my kids should do something greater, you know, so I think that you need to dominate your lane and, you know, your your responsibility to your generation is mm-hmm. to really put on and really make um make great things happen, you know, from the resources that you were afforded. Period. Yeah. Because my I, kids going to go crazy. I'm just like, y'all know that right mm-hmm. now. You're going you gonna to instill them that want to go crazy. Some people mm-hmm. want to go crazy. Some people want to excel. And some people. I said what I said. Yeah. Anyway. No, I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I feel it. I just want to disagree. No, I think y'all both saying some, like, real mm-hmm. deep stuff because I know, I think one of the things you said was that, um, like, the, the pressure that you put on yourself, it has to be realistic goals, right? Mm-hmm. And to your point, like, it's just having, like, friends of different races. I know for a fact, like, I know some friends that are, like, full-blown millionaires, right? Like, their parents millionaires, so they're millionaires. And for a long time, I'm like, gee, I got to get bread just like them, gee. <laughs> F am I doing right now? Like, mm-hmm. why don't I get that bread? And that's, like, to be honest, that's, to a degree, it's unhealthy pressure. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you can... You, pull some of the positive elements of it. It's like, okay, I see that that is attainable. Um, however, what is my plan to get to that? Yep. As opposed to just like, man, why my daddy ain't do this? Why my mm-hmm. mama ain't? Because, I, I mean, I I went to school with some extremely wealthy people. No, seriously. Like, mm-hmm. Denzel's son had normal money compared. Like, I went to school with Denzel Washington's son. That's normal money compared to some of these, like, sovereign kids, you know what I mean? Princes and, you know what I mean? different Middle East, and I'm sitting there like, all right, gee, I got to get this bread. And for me, for a minute, it's like it was unhealthy. But yeah. like at that moment, it's like, okay, there's so much money that can be made, and us as black people need to understand that. And one of the biggest things is, like, you can make money with your other black people, right? Like, exactly. I could not have bought Drink House by myself. However, us yeah. coming together, we were yeah. able to do it. Yeah, one of the most important – I think that's one of the most important <clears throat> things, man, is, uh, is, to pool, is to pool your money. I think that's the I think that's the best thing that you can do. Literally every I think every success that I've had at this point has come from my network of friends. You know, yeah. it's like, man, you got 10,000, I got 10,000. You got 5,000. You got 200, 200, 600 like, you know, putting your money together as friends and, you know, being strategic. I think that's the I mean, that's one of the keys to success. I would only challenge and not even say money, but just resources, resources. as a general. Yeah. Resources in general. You know yeah. what I mean because yeah. it ain't even it's like, okay, I know you like, I know you're trying to pursue a career in yeah. advertising. Well, you know what? I got a homie that does this, yeah. and they got a homie that, you know what I mean? If we pull our resources, it can be very honestly, powerful. Honestly, yeah. me and my friends do that all the time. If anybody ever <clears throat> to, like, go on my social medias, you will see that we all work. We we work. We network from across. Mm-hmm. We always have done that. We've been. I've been knowing these women for a very long time. We always network across. If I'm having a photo shoot, my best friend she is in fashion design and she a creative mm-hmm. director. Who's on my shoot? She is. Right. And if she don't know, if not, if her, if not her, it's somebody she know. And we always network across before we go up. So basically, to sum it all up, it's basically just about selecting your level of pressure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because in the reality of things you cannot tell one person what pressure is and what another person's pressure is just like what their struggles are you can't yes everybody struggles but everybody has a different struggle and somebody losing their dog might just be just as impactful as somebody who lost something in a fire Mm -hmm. you know so you can never (laughs) base your issues or your pressures or your things (coughs) excuse me (laughs) on what somebody else is doing so i just i really believe in and pressure, I had to learn to accept pressure um, as a good thing because it would always have me just really stressed out, really overwhelmed. Even in relationships, you know, I felt there were certain levels of pressure um, that I had to deal with and tolerate. Um, and I never gave myself any time to grow or mm-hmm. learn 
or experience anything new. Um, and I can say from being like a single individual at the moment and everything, even that has helped me to really decide what's going to stress me out and what's not going to stress me out. Um, but you know, you do have your days where it's just like, man, it's a lot, you know, I was talking to my sister yesterday about it. Like, this is a lot of pressure today that I'm dealing with. And I don't want anybody to tell me that I'm wrong for hurting or being sad or being stressed out because today in this moment, I feel pressured, but I might be good in the morning. I might be good in a few hours, but right now I'm going to talk my mess. I'm a vent and I'm going to get it out because I'm going through a lot. And I don't think we give ourselves that time either to say, hey, this is hard and I need to talk about it. We just feel like we have to, like, keep those moments always, like, to ourselves. And it's like, no, if you can share those pressures and really decompress with somebody, mm. go decompress with somebody, whether it's a sister, your dog, your cat, you know, the bathtub, whatever you got to do to decompress, you know, a toy, whatever you got to use. Because I'm going too deep at this point. <laughs> but, you know, whatever you got to use to take the pressure off, you go ahead and do that. And that's kind of what I just wanted to relay in the message of pressure. Um, it's been a really great show. Very grateful for everybody's presence today. All of the insight from young business owners um, definitely got me thinking about new ways to improve everything that even I'm doing with the brand and with the people on my team and stuff like that. So I'm very grateful for Timmy and Ross today. Um, Thank you. Been yeah, real, real fun. I'm grateful for EJ always sliding through at la- at the last minute. I hit him up and be like, can you please come? And he's like, I'm on my way. And he always pre- blessing he us with the vibes. Deal out of yes. Everything happens for a reason. Everything does. So period. <laughs> <laughs> Slice it up. But with that being said, I'm very grateful for today's show. We're going to listen to some jams for a little bit. And until we talk to you guys next week, peace, love, and happiness. My body is your party, baby. Nobody's invited but you, baby. I can do it.